Welcome to Time After Time, a non-sponsored, highly judgmental podcast about time travel and love and friendship and the movies that bring them together into our living rooms. I'm Helena and I'm Paige. And maybe in an alternate timeline, you've already listened to this podcast and you loved it. Let's go. And welcome to Time After Time. Blossom is such a, like, delicate lady. Yeah. She also is not like that we keep saying her name. Sorry. Go back to sleep. Well, here we are. Here we are, just a couple of fools sitting on a couch. Mm-hmm. Once again, we find ourselves <laughs> on a couch <laughs> on a Friday night. Paige, do you have any um, anything you'd like to say to the people this week? <laughs> Uh, just that, Any you know, I think just stick with us and one day we will figure out how to start the podcast. <laughs> yeah, someday, for sure. Maybe send in some opening lines you think we should try. I have a lot of trouble with it. Yeah. Sames. We don't, we don't do a good job. Should we, I, I don't know, should we just do it now? Should we just, yeah, we're just, we're here. We're here. Um, so what, so we're doing a movie as we do. As we do. And it is a movie that is called The Infinite Man. We found this movie on one of the many lists of uh, time travel romance movies. Um, we're, we're still in our series of like critically acclaimed indies, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Yeah. This was this movie, I will spoil, I guess, my blast from the past and say it has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And we can spoil our opinions, too. I think we liked it. Yeah. Yeah. We started out really not liking it. And yeah. then by the end, we were like, oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, we went on a journey for sure. Um, we, I think we were trying too hard to understand too quickly. We should have just let it wash over unfold. us. Yeah. Well, that is our way, isn't it? We like to analyze. We like yes. to poke holes. We like to think we're smarter than the films we're seeing. And in this case, I think we were not. No. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think we were. In fact, we spent an hour after the movie trying to diagram out what had just occurred. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're hoping that this recap will make some amount of sense to the listeners, but it's possible that you may just need to go watch the movie. Right, or just accept... I feel like... If we had watched the movie and not had to do a podcast, I maybe couldn't have told you all the ways the things had happened. So I, I'm all I'm saying is like it's fine if you don't, if you don't a hundred percent understand. I don't think that will ruin your enjoyment of this episode, and it won't like I. It think, wouldn't ruin your enjoyment of the movie, right? If you were and I think we it. can still analyze the themes and the For holes. Sure. Yeah, definitely, and I think that. Um, I am glad that we went through the trouble of diagramming it because it seems like a much smarter movie now to me since we diagrammed it. Um, But, yeah. But also, and we can maybe link to this in the show notes, someone already did diagram it. Yes. We diagrammed it ourselves while kind of, like, we found a diagram online, we looked at it, we did not understand it 100%, so we made our own for ease of... Uh, use during this podcast, but there is a diagram online if you would like to pull it up and follow along. Yeah, it would definitely be a more comprehensive way of knowing what's going on than just listening to the summary, because um, when Paige wrote the summary, um, we both agreed that, like, we were just going to do it uh, fairly 
Simply, fairly surface, because uh, a lot goes on. I thought we would talk about the more specific nuances of the time travel antics when we talk about consistency, because that's the only way we were going to be able to really break it down. Break it down. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, uh, enough of this vamping. Shall we get into it? We shall. All right, here we go. Paige, would you like to start with the summary? Sure. The movie opens with nerdy scientist Dean and his Manny Pixic dream girlfriend. Now you gotta do that again. <laughs> the movie opens with nerdy scientist Dean and his Manic Pixie dream girlfriend. Is that how you intended that no. to be? How did you intend that to be? <laughs> the movie opens with nerdy scientist Dean and his Manic Pixie dream girlfriend, Lana. That's what I did! No, you went, his Manic, first of all, you didn't say the C in Manic. Okay. It sounded like Second Ma- of all. Manny Pixie Dream Girl Friend. Yeah. I thought that's what you were you were making a pun. I Manny was Pixie but Dream Girl. Don't, you don't have to friend. You don't have to like emphasize. You I think you can like let the pun stand on its own. You know, I'll try it one more time. Pun. I'll try it one more time and then you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. I'm not fired. You're fired. The movie opens with nerdy scientist Dean and his Manny Pixie Dream Girlfriend Lana. Yeah, that was great. Okay. Celebrating, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. Celebrating their anniversary at a weird motel somewhere near the beach. Dean is trying to recreate the exact quote-unquote perfect anniversary weekend that they had the year before, complete with an hour-by-hour schedule. However, upon arrival, they discover that the motel has closed down. This does not deter Dean, and he proceeds to put together elaborate festivities in this empty motel. These festivities include showing her a strange helmet that he made in the lab that is supposed to store all the euphoric feelings they have during sexy times for later use. They put on the helmet and kiss before being interrupted by Terry, Lana's ex-boyfriend, screaming for Lana outside. Dean goes to confront Terry and gets tasered by Terry with the cattle prod that Terry has brought. When Dean comes to, he thinks he hears Lana telling Terry that they should just leave together and go to the beach. He confronts them threatens to set himself on fire, and calls Lana a bunch of mean names. She leaves with Terry, and he cries. He spends the next year holed up in the abandoned motel, creating a time travel device from the weird sex helmets. Exactly a year later, he calls Lana and tells her to come meet him. She does, and he convinces her to put on the helmet to travel back in time to that weekend a year ago and uh, so they can fix it and presumably fix their relationship. Is it Lana or Lana? Oh, I don't know. I think it's Lana. I mean, you, we we'll can keep, say Lana. We keep that, but I'm going to say Lana from now on, just so you know. But you can say whatever you want. Time travel hijinks ensue. We see this year repeated back many times with multiple versions of each character appearing as they time travel. We end up with four Deans, two Lanas, and two Terrys. Ultimately, Dean discovers that Lana never wanted to leave with Terry, and Dean 4 convinces Lana 1 not to break up with him in the original weekend in year zero, let's say. They spend a great year together at the beach, but then Dean worries that he has Lana 2 stuck in a time loop at the motel, and he goes to try to fix it. Lana follows him, versions of them end up in a fight, and they break up. At the end, Dean 4 watches as a new Dean, presumably Dean 5, appears with Lana in the distance, bringing her flowers and presumably wooing her to be with him again. And at some point, Terry 1 kills Terry 2 with a javelin. Yep. That about covers it. Yep. If you were confused by that... Don't worry, so were we for most of the movie. Yes. But like I said, we did diagram, so. And we did like it. We did like it, yes. Um, Now we'll move on to a section we like to call Blast from the Past. 
Um, yeah, I mean, this is like a really sort of a niche indie movie. It seems like the the actors I don't really know. Uh, they're like Australians. I don't know if they're well known mm-hmm. in Australia. The only um, Lana is was recently had a guest appearance on the morning show. With oh, that's the Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. one. Yeah, mm. but they do seem like they're more popular in Australia, all three of them. Um, I did do a deep dive into Alex Dimitriadis, mm-hmm. who plays Terry, because honestly, like, give that man an Oscar. That performance... It was so good. He was so fucking funny. He... It is a wild, out-of-this-world cartoon character, and he did an amazing job. Yeah, I really, really felt for him by the end, and also his timing was fucking brilliant. He wanted the earth to... Sw- or the sun to, like, swallow him whole. Yes! <laughs> Oh, I felt for him so much. Anyway, he's great. Um, he is also a professional DJ. Great. We love it. What's his DJ name? DJ Boogie Monster. No, no. <laughs> he works Why? As, he works as a DJ professionally across Australia, often referred to as DJ Boogie Monster. He has headlined and performed at numerous events, including Derby Day. What is that? Don't know. And as the headline act for the relaunch of the popular South Melbourne nightclub, Motel. Well, I love that for him. I love that his name is DJ Boogie Monster. Um, I like to think that he has enough of a sense of humor that that's not entirely unironic. (laughs) Also, Wikipedia made sure to mention that although he's primarily known as an actor, his DJ work predates his acting work. So he just kept going. He didn't stop when he got a part. He loves being a DJ. Yeah. You know what? What what more what bigger rush could you get than the rush of being a DJ? Apparently at one point he said, I guess about people not knowing that he was a DJ, it's partly my fault. I was a DJ before I was an actor, but I wasn't known and haven't been known as one. It's two sides of me that will never go away. Wow. Wow. <laughs> two sides of the same coin. I'm happy for him. <laughs> I don't know if he is single. Um Alex, if you're single, call me. Oh, I was more thinking, like, his poor partner. Because he's a DJ and an actor. Yes. Yeah, that sounds like hell. But also, he's so he's so cute. He's very cute. And very talented. Yeah. So, at least in this thing. I don't know. I, I would date very few DJs, but I might date him. <laughs> and then the only, like, trivia I could find is that the storage device... This is this is an IMDb contributor. Okay. The storage device carried around by the protagonist is clearly an ATAPI slash IDE CD-ROM drive, okay. distinguishable by the visible connector pins with some reflectors attached to it. So what they're saying is like it's a pretty cheap prop. Yes. All right. Well, good for them. I mean, it def- definitely like this whole movie had a very indie feel to it. Like I can imagine, I can kind of imagine what that set was like and like. Yeah, them all. They all just like found this abandoned motel and like hold up there for right two weeks and blitzed the whole thing. I also think it makes sense that it would look like technology that already exists, since he's allegedly made this time machine from pieces he had lying around in his lab. Yeah, for sure. And I think I, I like I liked the overall like kind of DIY look of the whole the yeah. whole thing. I thought it was like very fun yes. to watch. They're they're all except for Terry. They're all in one costume. Yeah. There's three of them, and there's mainly just one set. We were so mad about the one costume uh, until we realized that it made sense. There were reasons for it. Um, But the... um, I think the the helmets that they wore, like, there were, like, 
things that look like they were supposed to be like electrodes. Mm-hmm. Those look like hair curlers to me. <laughs> might have been. I think they might have been. I, I like it. I think it's fun. Uh, and like I said, he, it's like if you're making things from just pieces of other things and you don't like have a Why wouldn't it be million dollar like lab budget to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, yes, he was supposed to be being very DIY with his time machine, so it makes sense that it looked like that. Yeah. Which cool brings stuff. us to... Magic, science, just a dream. It's very nice to cut him. Yeah, and it's nice to be uh, back in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead yes, of the asynchronous true. situation we had last time. We do apologize. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've gathered by now, It it is, it is, we are science. This is a science. Yes, this is obviously a science. Um, it's unclear what kind of scientist he is. Yes. He says, I was in a lab. Yeah, which I think is fine. I'm okay with it being kind of vague. Yeah, that's not the important part. Yeah, because, and the, the science itself is pretty vague. They don't, like, he doesn't make any, like... What would be the, like, what kind of science would you consider time machine guy? I think his... I think the way that he is doing it, it would, it almost sounds like it's like um, a neurology kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's more about their brains than it is about like like he's a neurological researcher. Yeah, mm-hmm. because of the like electrode hats and the kind of the way that they treat it, but it doesn't that doesn't totally make sense because it does seem that their physical for physical selves go back. Right. That was one question that we had throughout. Is like he talks about. You know, he's capturing these feelings of these moments, and then he turns it into some sort of time machine that can bring them back to that moment. And so then, we're like kind of like, physically. is it, f- yeah, are you actually going back there? Or are you, is your memory going back there? But then we see them, like, disappear from the present and go back to the past. So it's meant to imply that do they are Do we ever physically- actually see them disappear? We see them appear. Do we see them disappear? We see, he, he watches Terry disappear. Oh, okay. So, so it is an actual disappearing. Yes. I don't know. The science, it doesn't hold up. Oh, no. For sure not. But, you know. They don't even make an attempt to have it hold up. Which, you know, if you're gonna, like, if you're... I I think that's the way to go. Like, if you're gonna be like, this doesn't make sense, just be like, it doesn't make sense, we don't Mm -hmm. care, and you just have to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, when you're doing time travel, it's way easier to go to the magic route, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. So I always appreciate when they try to do the science thing. I think the only movie we've seen that like even tried to explain it and did a good job was Palm Springs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Palm Springs did... Because that had an actual, like... I don't know. At, at least they gave us, like, a, an, a field of science. Right, and I think part of the reason that worked was because it was, like, a natural science, right? It was, like, a natural occurring thing that they were trying to explain as right. opposed to a machine they were trying to build. Right, Those right, right, right. hold up less for me. That makes sense. Yeah, I think that they're... It's just because, like, it is... There don't, are, there don't are, say it's impossible. No, there are too many. there are too many parts of it that feel too far away from... Right. What currently is. Especially if you're going to it from the root of, like, I'm creating a time travel device based on our memories. Yeah. Then I'm kind of like, you're just making a A memory machine? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's weird that it's, like, about going into a memory, but it's also, you can actually, well, here's the real question is, can you change things or not? I mean, yeah, because they all changed. The only reason that it even originally, like, I guess we're a little about to get this, but only the only reason, like, 
like the Lanas that he thinks he's talking to that are like the present Lana is a future Lana that has come back and already changed things. But I I would argue that there is no like clean timeline. Like there was no clean that's what I'm saying. The experience that he has, I, I yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, it's a, I think they're suggesting that, like, it's one of the, like, everything that happens as a result of the time travel has already happened. But if it weren't for the time travel, it wouldn't happen, is what I'm saying. Like, a future Lana is the one who talks to him, right? Not a present one. So, right, So right. you can change things, but only in the sense that, like, you, the time travel changes things, but now the things... It doesn't feel like you're changing things because the things that that are have always been because you did them. It's like the illusion of free will, right? That's what I'm saying. Yes. yes. No, okay. we, we're in agreement. Yeah. We're in agreement. It's the illusion of free will. It's like how, you know, we want to believe as humans, not in a time machine, right? That we're making decisions when there's people out there who think like the way we are doing things is the way we are always going to do things and free will is an illusion. Right. Right. It will. There is no changing what right. happens. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that this is, this is one of those ones that, like, the protagonist is struggling. Like, that is the central question of the movie. I don't know if that's, well, the central question, I think, yes, more broadly, I think the, what I got is the more broad question of, like, him trying to control everything that kind of falls into. Yeah, but I think his, his need to control everything is an expression of, is just another, like, his time, his time travel is just a more extreme expression of his need to control yes, everything. Yes, that's what. Yes, yeah. We're we're again saying the same thing. <laughs> we just had, need to sound like we're arguing. One second. <laughs> Ready? Ready? What have you done? Here's where we talk about consistency, plot holes, time travel ethics, etc. What I was gonna say was one of the things consistency wise that this movie does really really well that I didn't realize till I was looking at my like thinking about it more again today is. We follow one Dean. We like mm-hmm. we see we yeah. only see things from the D the first Dean we're introduced to being in the movie. We only see things from his point of view the whole time. We learn things as he learns things. The story is linear from his from the perspective of Dean. Dean. OG Dean. OG Dean. I think that was like really well done. Yes, yes. And it made it that that's the aspect of the movie where I think us saying like if you watch this movie just let it wash over you. Right. That's like where that's how that's the movie's sweet spot. Like that's how right. the movie works the best. If you're just like okay, this story is happening, um, and right. it all by the end you understand where all of these other people are coming from and why all the things happen the way they do. But at the time you're like, what is going on? Right. Because they make the very strategic choice. For the audience not to learn anything before the character does. Which I think is cool. Like, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I think like that it was a great directorial I think their choice. commitment to it is really admirable. And, like, yeah. the way that it unravels is, like... I mean, I was writing notes. Like, I was furious yes. for the first 25 minutes of this for movie. For sure. I had to delete, like, half my notes because they were all answered by the end. <laughs> right. No, they definitely were. And I I wrote in my notes, this is some film student's bad first draft. Like, I was <laughs> furious because it just felt like it didn't make any sense. The characters, like, the way that the characters were acting just felt like no person would act and there was zero justification for it. Right. So I was very mad about it. But then by the end I was like, oh, that's why they did that the thing that yeah. they did. Although I'm gonna be honest and we talked about this more in the romance part, I guess I still don't get why she would date that guy. No, for sure. <laughs> Before all of it, like 
Yeah, no, that's definitely something to be said. He's definitely... Both of them. I don't know why she would date have dated Terry or uh, Dean. She has very bad taste in men. But yes. she's a manic pixie dream girl, so, like, it doesn't right. matter what she likes. Yeah. <laughs> she will date anyone. Um, there was definitely a, a lot of that in this movie, but we'll get into it later. Right. Okay, so... All right, let's let's do this. I'm going to use our diagram and we'll pull up the one online if we need help. All right. I have it saved in my Word doc. Okay. So, stop me if I'm confusing things, all right? Okay. Do you mind if I if I take the lead on this? I think you should. Okay. Um, okay, so Dean and Lana are at the hotel. I don't think it's going to work. I don't know. This movie is really hard to recap. Okay. What uh, First of all, what is you, it? What is this section? The section is about consistency, right? Uh huh. So the the thing that is most interesting to me about the consistency in this movie is that multiple, like the 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 mechanics of the time travel. So like the multiple people can come, you can come back multiple times, and there multiple versions of you appear, and then they live out different parts. And they you can talk to each other. You can talk like, to it's yourself. It's not like you replace yourself. Right. So I think that's the direct. Yeah. That's what we and should talk about. And you know what? About. Honestly, like, if you haven't seen this movie, I kind of don't want to, maybe, I don't want to spoil all the little intricacies of the... There are a lot that's a big tangled web, and I think, although you are, of course, receiving some spoilies, like, you do kind of need to watch it to understand what's happening. Yes. Well, yes. I'll just say, I'll say this. Like I said, there's four deans, and they interact with what they think are... Like the same Lana's. No, I'm gonna say that we summarized. We summarized what what we could. Yeah, I, <laughs> in the summary. I, yeah, I I don't think that adding more summary is gonna okay. make this make sense okay. without people watching it because I'm already confused and yes. I enjoyed it and made the diagram. Yeah, so let's just say there's a lot of Dean and Lana's uh, and Terry's going from year one to year zero, and then living out a full year and then going either leaving at the end of that year or going back again. Yeah, so basically, once you go back, it doesn't seem like there's a way to time travel back to the present, other right. than living. Because they only have that one memory. It's a time travel device that only goes one place. Could it go to a different place if a different person put it on? If I No, no, because you mean if someone put it on, he saved a new memory... I think it only it can only hold one memory at a time. Okay, so what would have to happen is like I would have to put it on and be like, "This is the memory that I'm saving," and then right. I would have to wait a few years and then be like, "I'm coming back to that memory and put it back on." Is yeah, that I mean, how it works? you wouldn't have to wait a few years, but like, yeah, if you put it on now and you're like, "All right, I'm having a memory, January fifteenth, eight thirty eight p.m." Mm-hmm. Then tomorrow you'd put it on, you'd come back here, and you okay. talk to Helena. Well, then how does you could podcast with yourself? That would be kind of fun. I think uh, people might like that. I mean, you'd have the same opinions about everything. Yeah, but like, me and me too could gang up on you. Mm. Wouldn't that be great? For, yep. (laughs) I feel like you would do better with this time travel device than I would because you're better at remembering things. Like, I have a notoriously terrible memory. So I would go back and be like, wait, what happened? Like, I don't know how to play this because I don't remember what happened. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, part of why it works so well for this guy is he also has a very, like, he's, I mean, probably a little uh, diagnosably OCD. 
Yeah, no, it, it would seem he that He has way. lists on lists on lists, plans on plans on plans. So and gets very reason, upset when they don't right. go, the way, go his way. Right, and like, yeah, that's part of the beauty of this movie is like, the only person stopping things from going his way is him, is yeah. other hims. He's just getting in his own way every single time. And he has a lot of self-hatred um, that he gets to actually like act out with another physical form of himself. Which is... He's very jealous and hating of himself. Oof. It's like, there were moments where I was like, ah, (laughs) you're getting to the heart of something in a very visceral way and I don't like it. Yes, that was it. It was a very visceral representation of a journey through a lot of like self-loathing and controlling tendencies. Um, and by the end, I would say, like, Dean 4, one of the reasons that Dean 4 manages to, like, have a nice year with Lana mm-hmm. on the beach is because he's evolved to the point where he's realized that, like, not only is controlling futile, but it's actually, like, him Making himself. it worse. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. And I think that um, that... I, I love that at the end, he... Uh, he lets her go, and then immediately another Dean comes. Yes. she he's, She's basically like... I mean, part of the issue, and again, this is slightly a spoiler, is she doesn't realize it, but she spent the year with the most evolved version of Dean, and then immediately spends the next year with a much less evolved version of Dean. Yes, and it's a much worse year. The second right. year that they spend together is a much worse year. They essentially spend a year, like, in this motel... Uh, in quarantine. Like, it was very quarantine vibes. They decided... He decides for some reason that they can't leave. Well, he decides it because he's seen other hymns not leaving. So he's like, this is the way... This is the way it has to be. Because Mm -hmm. this is the way it is. Even though, like, the way... It's him making it that way. Right. Yeah. No, he... He has a lot of theories about time and about time travel, but because he's the only one who knows what it is, he creates all of these rules that don't even make That don't sense. exist, yeah. They don't exist, yeah. Yes, he's creating these rules by by creating the rules. It's a, it's really amazing, because I, I can see a lot of, like, things that my therapist has told me <laughs> to, like, watch out for. I'm like, oh, that's a great, that's really what that is. Yes, I, yeah, I mean, this movie is definitely, like, a very nice exploration of the human psyche in a visceral, easier-to-watch form than, like, just watching somebody talk, talk about their therapist. Yeah, or, like, journal about yeah. how you're, like, tying yourself in knots because of preconceived notions about right. yourself. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice that the most of all form of him at the end of this... Let's her go. Let's her go. But, but I, I have a thought... A, a little while later, not at the not at the end of the movie exactly, because immediately a new version of him appears and gives her flowers, and he lets that version go, which is cool. Um, but I did have the thought that like, what if that's like him in like twenty minutes? You know what I mean? <laughs> he goes to get flowers. Yeah, he's like, oh fuck, I must, I shouldn't have let her go. Like, you know what? I have. He had this like moment of like, I let it. If you love something, set it free, and then immediately he's like, no, I can't. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping that the, that Dean Five will call him, even though we don't know. There could be other ones running There around. could be other ones. Um, I'm hoping Dean Five went to a couple years of therapy and then was like, yes, I am, I am 
I am good enough for Lana now, and then came back. And yeah, but again, it's like very manic pixie dream girl because she just broke up with him, and he appears in the next moment, which is very unfair. Like she should have the opportunity to evolve and like process her experience. But she, she starts the movie perfect. I mean, is the problem she, that right? Of yeah. course, yeah. I mean, that's and she has like essentially no inner life besides like. Yeah, yeah. We don't see any of it, really. I, yes. There's no real, yes. I mean, I liked her a lot more by the end, and she, you know, has moments where she stands up for herself. She has moments where she's sweet and funny and all this stuff, but it was mostly just, like, she clearly, like, they had celebrated an anniversary at this motel before, and before the movie even starts, right? So by the time the movie starts, you figure they've been together at least two years, Mm-hmm. And it does not seem like she likes him that much. No, because he's super annoying. And controlling. Yeah, he sucks. So, I didn't... Yes, we didn't get any justification for why she was with him. We did get... I mean, the only justification we got of the Terry thing was, like, very late in the movie. She's like, we dated for two weeks four years ago. Yeah, he seems super insane. But also, like, if that was the case and this man keeps coming around, like, shouldn't she have, like, a restraining order at this point? He's, he keeps, I don't like, know how threatening her boyfriend with a javelin. <laughs> uh, does Australia have restraining orders? No, it's a lawless country. It's full of full of criminals. And kangaroos. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, like I said, the movie, I mean, it's very intricately we- woven. And so, like, I give the writer a lot of credit. And it's, like, very lovely to, like, watch unfold. But I still do have a couple holes that I don't, like, that I wasn't answered by the end of the movie. Not All so right. much holes. It's just, like... Maybe things that that were solved in the world that we didn't see. So you can tell me if I'm being too nitpicky. I mean, probably, but I'm curious as to what you found. Okay. So my first one is, so like I said, they spend the year at the beach together, and then through a series of events, she ends up at the motel with an older version of him, or with a less evolved, I'll say less evolved version of him. Yeah, right. A less evolved version of him. And they spend a year at this motel. And during that year, it seems like she never reveals to him that they just spent a year at the beach together. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. I definitely think that that didn't make sense. Yes. Yeah. Because um, they would have... They essentially spend the year only with each other. Right. And apparently she, at the at the beginning of that year, is like extremely in love with him. Mm-hmm. So it's weird that she wouldn't be like, let's go back to our house that's on the beach that we own together. Right. And then also, he the when he first calls her, before any time travel happens that we see, um, when he first calls her, he says, I don't know how he got her. I mean, maybe she has the same cell phone number or something. But he's like, no, it's a house phone, though, and we see the call later. It's a house phone. Right. Could be a 311 kind of situation. Or but 411, says, whatever the... I don't know. He is. says, I heard you move to the beach. From who? From who? Because if he had heard she moved to the beach, how did he not hear that she'd moved to the beach with him? Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, no, that's true. Because he says he was, like, in contact with his lab. Like, the lab sends him things at the motel so he can keep building his whatever. And maybe working for them? Maybe working remotely (laughs) for them? But this this does seem to exist in a time when that would not be an option. No one works in this, also. Like, that was one yeah. of my main things, is, like, what do all these people do? Like, yeah. how are they sustaining themselves? I mean, the, th- the year that they are at the beach, in theory, they could be working. 
Right, but and then but you only right. need one of you to be working. Right, but you're right that like if he was at the motel in contact with the lab and also at the beach. Oh, well that's that's the thing is maybe he knows that during that year he is in contact with the lab at the motel. So he can't he knows that once he's moved to the beach he can't be in contact with the lab anymore because they think he's at yeah, the that was, yes, that was, I mean, that doesn't explain, though, how he heard she moved to the beach. Right, but I'm just <laughs> saying, like, in terms of... That's what I'm saying. I, only one version of them needs to work, right? Like, Lana could be working for the Yershies at the beach, and then it doesn't matter if the other version of her is just fucking in a motel for the other year, right? Because you only need one version of you to be working. Because... But why? Because doesn't that other version need to sustain themselves? Like, have money to live? Oh, I meant more that they wouldn't lose their job. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, I'm asking about, like, where they're getting money for food. Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know where they get the food that you're there at the motel. The um, motel is, we should say, like, the motel is extremely desolate. Right. Nobody is there. It's abandoned. And it's also pretty gross and looks it's, like it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it seems like it's in, like, the middle of a desert or, like, the outback. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it doesn't, probably is. It's very strange that... From the very beginning, and this is an inconsistency that's never explained, from the very beginning, I was like, why did they have this, like, romantic weekend? Like, even a year ago, if the motel was, like, thriving, it's still, like, a shitty motel. Like, that motel was never, like, a nice place to go for your anniversary. And it's unclear if he didn't know the motel was closed, why he, like, brought fancy food with him. Yeah, I don't know. The idea that they would be like, this is our place, seems very strange to me. Because they, like, they, I could see it if they were, like, I don't know, if they were, like, college students or something. If they were, like, this is where we hooked up after prom. Right, exactly. And they're like, oh my gosh, it's so grungy and silly. But that doesn't seem to be the vibe. (laughs) Instead, they seem to be like, this is the place. But they're, like, professionals in their 30s. If someone brought yeah. me there for our anniversary, I'd be like, the fuck is this? <laughs> like, well, and like, okay, so uh, akin to how does he hear she moves to the beach is, and get her phone number, which again, I guess that could be like a 411 situation. But like, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I don't really know how 411 in Australia works. I guess there's a world in which he's called 411, given her name, and gotten her, like, new address and phone number. Is that how 411 used to work? The white pages? I think you could get an address out of the, the that pages. That seems insane. Why would people do that? I don't know, because there's no other way to find people. But, like, also, I don't know. That seems crazy. I can't believe that was a thing. Yeah, if someone wants to tell us how the Australian 411 yellow Slash pages, white pages works. works. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and akin to that is... Originally, we were watching, because we never actually hear Lana on the other end of the phone. Um, so then when Terry shows up in a year later, in that, in year one, uh, versus year zero, I'm like, my immediate thought was like, oh, she was living with Terry, and Terry answered the phone. But since that isn't what happened, as we learn later in the movie, how does Terry know to show up a year later? I think it's because he knows he goes back and kills himself with a javelin. I think they I think they did explain that. They were like he he knows the the reason he knows to come back in a year is because 
in year right. zero. He has the experience off screen because Dean, original Dean, does not see this. So we don't know that it happens mm-hmm. until we get to year one. He comes back and uh, kills the other him with a javelin. And then he's like, oh, I have to like go back to fulfill my destiny. No, what he says is... Um, cause, because once Dean does know what's happening, he says to uh, him that comes back, why did you come back? You know you kill yourself. You know you will die if you come back. And he says, because I get to see her one more time. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so there you go. So, yeah. So, you explained the why he knows to come back. Yeah. And you explained the motivation. Right. The motivation, which on one hand is psychotic. For sure. On the Terry other hand is psychotic. It could almost be beautiful until he, like, makes some other comment about wanting the sun to swallow him up. And you're like, oh, he just has a death wish. Yeah. Okay. No, for sure. <laughs> and he's like, I shall die by my own hand. He's yeah. a very ridiculous, like, he keeps making... I'm glad that he's actually Greek because he keeps making like mm. Greek god references that are yes. like very yeah, hilarious. I think, I think uh, yeah, I think it's very fitting that Terry kills Terry. Yeah, Terry should kill Terry. He's like, I'm the only one who should have the honor of killing me. Yeah. Um, but not in like a not in like a suicide way, just yeah. in like a I am my own match kind of thing. Right. Which I think is very Terry, and it makes sense. Yeah. Also, do you why do you think they let Terry be the only one who gets to change clothes? Because Dean wears the same clothes on purpose so that he can go back and fix things without alerting himself to the no, fact no, that yes, he's... Yes, I understand why Dean doesn't change clothes. And they make, they make, they give Lana a reason to be wearing the same dress at the end of the year. I, I get that. You're but saying, like, like why But why I'm saying, like, choice? symbolically, it seems like it's a choice to have Terry be in a completely different outfit and the rest of them not. I see. Maybe they're trying to say that, like, Terry has evolved. Because he has gotten to the point where, like, he's ready to meet his maker. He's like, I am ready to die. <laughs> you think the movie is saying that evolution means ready, like, you have decided you're ready to die? I think it's like a, he's like, this is my fate. Terry very much, I think, thinks this is his fate. And also, like, he's like, I've made peace with my, with my fate. Right. And he's so he's like I showing would, up in a suit to make peace with his fate. I would love to see a movie of just what Terry does with his last year on Earth. I would love because he knows he's gonna die. Yeah, and he doesn't think he can change it. So, I would like to follow Terry for that year. Yeah, how he like prepares to throw himself into the sun. <laughs> I bet he DJs. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and then my last thing is just I mean this isn't really a consistency thing so much as like. Throughout the movie, we were just, like, yelling at him to make different choices, right? Like, it could have been so much simpler if he just, like, went back in time and, like, does what he eventually does as, like, four, right? Like, we were yelling at him to do that the first... For sure. ...few times. He's just making bad choices for a very smart, nerdy scientist guy. Yeah, but I think the reason he makes such bad choices is justified by, like, the fact that he is not well. Yes. Like, he's, like... He's wrestling with his own demons, and he literally can't make other choices because he's, like, so paralyzed by his own neuroses. Yeah. So he wouldn't be able to make other choices. Yeah, he definitely gets more... Like, it's funny, he gets up until the point where he, like... It's, it's like, a... It's a it's definitely a, a curve where he gets way more neurotic before he gets less neurotic. Yeah, because he put himself in a very bad situation. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm going to put myself in an extremely stressful and confusing situation. 
And then this is how I'm going to evolve. Right. And then I'm not going to get the, I'm not going to get to be with the girl I want to be with because another, I have to watch another version of me get to be with her. And I didn't make enough girls for all the versions of me. It's very confusing. (laughs) Um, I mean, one thing, this does sort of harken back to the time traveler's wife uh, episode where he was so jealous of himself, the older him. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of that, but with a lot more, a lot less pedophilia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah yeah all right do we want to i think we can do it all right does Does their love stand the test of time no 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 sorry i liked it thanks um no 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 (laughs) again we really liked this movie and i liked them as characters but it was a very toxic relationship yeah for sure i would not recommend she be with him um and, again, she had very little... The, her character right. was not that interesting. Right. I think one of the reasons he liked her was because he could control her. Yeah, he could mold her. He, right. Not she was... A, she was what he imagined her to be. Right. And not in a... Again, he wasn't, like, a nefarious character, right? He wasn't doing this in, like, a, a cruel way. It's just how his... Uh, it's just how his neuroses and honestly, like mental illness was uh, being expressed in the relationship. Right. Yeah. So definitely, and and also like the fact that she stays with him obviously means that like this is not a good relationship. Like it's not beneficial for either of them. Right. If she's the kind of person who like gets sucked into a relationship like that, they both need some therapy. They both need some therapy. Although, again, I would like to know what's happening in her brain because it really seems like there's just like tumbleweeds flowing back and forth. But like, that's fine. Right. Which isn't. I mean, that's not. Again, we. I don't want to like undersell her character. Again, she does stand up for herself. She does break up with him multiple times. Yeah, like, and and she like the actress does a really good job. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's not a lot. I don't think there's a lot to work with for that right. woman character. One of the first shots, um, he's talking about sort of big romantic gestures and, like, releasing a bird, birds at just the right moment and stuff. And so, like, immediately you know, like, okay, this man cares way more about the aesthetics of a relationship than the relationship. Mm-hmm. Which, um, which makes sense in that he's in he's with a manic pixie dream girl. Like, he just right. cares about, like, what she seems to be rather than yes. what she actually is or wants. Which also he comments on how she's wearing his favorite dress. Right. Um, and which she has worn on three separate anniversaries. Yes. And he says... You know, his big line uh, to try to win her back, even though he's not, he learns he's not actually talking to her, is, I traveled through time for you. Who else would do that for you? Which is, a, is like, maybe the worst thing that he says. Like, maybe the, the closest to to a nefarious abuser that he gets. Because it's yeah. like, that's, who else would do that for you is a very abusive relationship way to phrase something. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, also, again, she never and she never asked for that. She never right. like he's you've made her go back in time, and he also like you've is, got her stuck in a time loop. He's trying to like he doesn't want her to make her own choices. Like he, she broke up with him, or at least that's what he thinks. Right. Um. Which no, she did. She did break up with him. Because he called her a bunch of names and threatened to set himself on fire. Well, yes. She broke up she breaks up with him in year zero, but by the time he's saying that to her at in year one, he thinks she's come back for him and they've traveled back through time together. But then she he's lost her to a a more evolved version of himself. Right. Yeah. Yes. But uh, regardless, my point is that like she 
she she wanted to break up with him of her own accord. Like he's he's trying to he's trying to erase the moment that she broke up with him. Right. Like that's his goal is to erase like her choice. Right. Especially because he thinks she chose to run off with Terry. And even though that's not what happened, is his he thinks if I just go back and make it and like kick Terry out or like kick his butt or whatever he thinks he's gonna do, it's never a hundred percent clear. Right. He thinks she won't leave me. And so it's like, but if she wanted to leave you, you're basically, you just don't want to give her that opportunity. I, yeah, I think that that's, that's it. And that's where I, where it doesn't sit well with me. Right. Yeah. Which again, I don't think it sits well. I don't think it's meant to sit well. Right. And then no. they break up because he's not, they're not, not ready. in a good place. Yeah. 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 And I think that, I, I don't think that it's like positioning this guy as a very good romantic lead in general. He's right. kind of an anti-hero. Yes, and again, I think he's more—he's more meant to come off as like, well, and he does, in my opinion, come off as more like pathetic than abusive. Yes, but that—that that line, anytime someone says, "Who else would do that for you?" It just—it just like really hits. Yeah, it's hits the. It's a big like chord. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. It's like you know what, and also we learned Terry would do that for her. Terry would go back in time and die for her. It's true. Die just to see her. Right, and it's also like. You, but you don't want you don't want to think you're the same as Terry. That's crazy, man. They're both crazy, right? They're both bad. She has bad taste in men. Yeah, that's all we know about her. <laughs> the The movie does a good job of like getting us to the pivotal point of the aesthetics idea, right? When he, when he like watches himself with her and is like, oh my god, that guy's so happy. I wish I were happy with her like that guy. And then he gets to be that guy and is like, oh, we are not happy. We just have sex sometimes and stare out towards the nothing. Yeah, it's really like grass is greener, uh, not wanting to do the work kind of thing. Right, yeah, it's 100% like, it's the Instagram thing, right? It's like everyone else is really happy. They are, and I'm the only one who's not. Right. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's true, actually. With everybody else, it's it's Mm -hmm. not true, but for me, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, if you said that, I'd be like, Paige, that's ridiculous. But since mm-hmm. I'm saying it... But yeah, your life is really sad I'm and everyone the only else one. is doing great. Yeah, that's that's. And true. we're all hanging out without you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, this, which brings us to... Ladies, did we just time travel back to the 1950s? And I don't know what year this is supposed to be, so I can't make my joke. Uh, or 2014... The woman character doesn't really get a lot of say. Um, she doesn't have a lot of depth. Although I will say at some point she... Well, and it's... Uh, I was just going to say, she stands up for herself. I mean, she does stand up for herself at the end. But one of the times we see her stand up for herself towards the middle, where she, like, comes back and says... And he's, like, trying to woo her. And she says, you tried to light me on fire and called me a whore. No amount of Dutch dancing in the world can fix that. Which is a fun line. Um, we learn later that... He's telling her to say that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I um, mean, and that does seem to be her breaking point. And like, because after that, she's like, I'm not, I'm out. Yep. But. Well, yeah, there, it's all just like him being the puppeteer of, there's a lot of him being the puppeteer or thinking he's the puppeteer or wishing to be the puppeteer. I just, yeah. It's just not, it's not great. And also like, obviously it doesn't pass the Bechdel test. I know there's only three actors. Yeah, but Like it true. doesn't. To be fair, I don't think it passes the reverse Bechdel test either. Oh, that's fair. But the reverse Bechdel test is, like, reverse racism. That's it's not a thing. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. the only time the two of them talk is about her. So. That's fair. That's fair. Fair enough. But still. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think this is a terribly feminist movie, but I don't, I don't think it, I also don't think it, like, 
is saying that like he is a great person. No, no, yeah, I think he's the villain for trying to control her. So I think, I mean, again, not like villain, villain, but like I don't think it's anti-feminist. I don't think it really. I don't think it really has a take, which is a take to be fair. Yes, I think she could have. She could have. We could have gotten more of her, but the movie like made a very conscious choice that that she is part of his story and right. this movie's about him. Well, it's from his point of view mm-hmm. entirely and because of that, yeah. she ends up feeling a little bit one-dimensional. But that's how he sees her. So I think it, it is an interesting commentary uh, if you dig deep enough, but... Yeah. Eh. It's way more interesting to look at from like a mental health, mental illness lens, which I think the movie is saying some good things. I just don't think strictly feminism-wise it is. Sure. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, also, on in that vein, um, he tapes their first date without telling her. So weird. And then later edits it to make himself sound better. Yeah, he's a big weirdo. It's a big weirdo, but also, like, what an invasion of, like... It's, uh... He wants to... Con- he, he it's legal to in New York memories. City. Yeah, I'm not saying, and, and it might be legal in Australia, but legal and like moral are two right. very different things. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. No, a lot of legal things that I think are immoral. Yes, yes, I agree. I know. Oh, you don't want me to? You don't want me to keep going? No, no, don't <laughs> keep going. We've already had this talk. Um, that was weird. I did not like it. No, I'm, and then the the last thing I'll say that also felt unnecessary to these two ladies. So. That's feminism. Um, (laughs) That's feminism. We, there was like a shot where it was implied he was masturbating. And then there was just like a lot of talk about masturbation, which felt like very unnecessary and sort of like out of the rest of the character of the movie. And I'm just like, why? Why That might have been one of the points where I was like, this is a first draft by a film student. Um, Yeah. We didn't need it. No. I mean, masturbation is healthy. Everybody sure. should take care of themselves. Uh, but I just, it was. But the amount of masturbation talk about masturbatory. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. So it's it's both things, right? Where it's like, one, I do wish we got more from the one female character. But I also appreciate uh, that we were really interrogating a man's mental illness and how that was hurting the people around him without trying to justify it with, like, trauma, right? Yeah, for We've sure. We've seen so they didn't much. dig into his past and be right. like, oh my gosh, he, like, had, you know, a tough relationship with his dad or something. Right. It was just, like, he has issues that he's struggling with and he needs to address them to stop hurting the people around him, which is a lesson that, that many men and many people in our lives could could take. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and I, I think, I feel like it's one of the first movies I've seen where they didn't try to justify a man's terrible behavior with the child to trauma. Yeah, yeah, we've been seeing a lot of that, haven't we? Yeah. So we're looking at you, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> um so yeah, so I appreciated that, even though it meant that we were, you know, almost entirely focused on 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 him. On him. Yeah. Which is fine. Like we're not saying feminism is not like don't focus on the male character. It's just like also Make it so that I understand why this woman would be with this man. Right, for sure. Okay, anything else? No, I think we covered it. So, is it the best of times or the worst of times? 
Um, we talk about how you, if you should watch it, in what context, and Helena, please explain the Doomsday Clock. Do I have to? I did such a bad job last time we had to cut it and redo it. Nope. So you're going to redeem yourself. Okay, fine. So the Doomsday Clock is our patented scale for whether or not you should watch the movie that we've watched. Noon is don't watch this movie, gouge your own eyes out, throw them away, and uh, make sure they are set on fire before you watch this film. (laughs) And... How was that? Did you like that? That was great. Okay. Uh, And then Midnight is, why are you listening to this podcast? Go watch this movie right away. Loved it. Oh my gosh. I think I blacked out. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Well, that was beautiful. uh, And I loved it. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, Paige, how would you rate this movie? Oh, I should have expected that question. (laughs) Yeah, I had to do the explanation, so you have to um, go first. Okay, 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 okay. I think I'm going to go 10 p.m. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh my god. It's yeah. Like, I, there are two of you. Maybe there are. Maybe I've replaced myself while you weren't looking. No, but, like, I'm saying, it's like me and you are just two yous because we agree. Yeah, or... <laughs> How would how would you replace a you affect your that? I don't know. Okay. Where did the other you go? I don't know. Bathroom? I'm not the other me, so I don't know. Okay, fair. There's no like twin psychic connection type no, thing. No, no. I'm very jealous of her. She's a much better version of me. I don't know how that's possible. Oh, Paige. <laughs> so nice. And that's yeah. true. Yeah. Helena's now sobbing into a pillow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. So you also say 10 p.m.? I also say 10 p.m. This is, like, a great movie. If you're looking for something to watch, definitely enjoy it. I wouldn't necessarily... It's not, like, a, a fluff movie. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's not... I feel like if you're in the mood to watch, like, a Hallmark movie, watch one of our Hallmark movies. Yeah, yeah. If you're in the movie to watch, like... If you're in the movie... If you're in the mood to watch... Uh, like a good movie but that you have to leave your brain on during yeah yeah yeah. don't don't try to watch it like at the end of a very long day when you when you've already expended a lot of mental energy or while you're stoned definitely don't watch it while you're stoned oh my god (laughs) can you imagine (laughs) if you do please report back yeah uh and let us know if you are like now caught in your own time loop because i feel like that's what would happen to me and i would be like permanently. Oh I feel like the next time I get really stoned, I'm going to think I'm in my own time loop. We we got to avoid that. <laughs> um, not that I've ever done drugs in my Never, life. Never. Ever, ever. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if for nothing else, Terry is a treat. Terry is such a treat. Oh my god, we love him. If that wasn't clear. And also, Dean's wearing a calculator watch. I just want to throw that out there. He is. He sure is. He's a big nerd. It's a good time. It's not that long. Yeah. No, I, w- I recommend it. Enjoy. Watch it with a friend. Diagram, diagram after. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll want to diagram it. Um, but that's kind of the fun of it to me. Yeah. And send us your diagrams. Yeah. Uh, if you send us... If you show us yours, we'll show you ours. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would say, like, hey, we'll we'll put this up somewhere. Like, we'll link to it. But I don't think it's going to help you. I'm it's gonna, not going to help gonna you. I'm going to link to the professionally computer done one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that will help you, but it will help me more than ours will help you. Only look at it after you've watched the movie because it won't make any sense. Right. Before. I do think 
Yeah, I do think going through and diagramming it ourselves really gave us a deep appreciation for the movie. For so sure, yeah. Would highly recommend doing that. Um, maybe color code it. And we will uh, display the best one on my the front door of my apartment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what an offer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Hi. make copies and hand it out at the grocery store. <laughs> Put it on all the street lamps. Yeah, and when we make t-shirts for the pod, it'll be that. It'll be that. Wow, that's yeah. a big offer, Paige. Are you sure you want to do that? Um, yeah, but if only I will. Okay, I'll say this: the best one, and if it's like really good, because the best if we one, get one and it's mediocre. <laughs> it's the best one of one. It's the no. It's the best one of yeah. It's the best one, and I also personally think it's really good. Okay, and Helena also thinks it's really no. Good. Only Paige. Paige's okay. the only one who judges. <laughs> But Helene has to wear the t-shirt under all her clothes. Yeah, I already am. Because I'm from the future. Wow, did you think that was cool? Yeah, I did. Did you like that? I liked it, because we've been making jokes about how I replaced myself, and so, like, I'm the one gotcha. from the future. <laughs> Look at this t-shirt! Gotcha. I just showed Helena her my bra. splashed me. <laughs> so... That doesn't get us, listeners. I don't know what will. <laughs> Me flashing people on a podcast. That is very funny. <laughs> She's a cam girl, but on a podcast. <laughs> oh my god! But I don't like say sexy no, things. No, no, no. I just like strip, strip <laughs> over audio. Yep. But it's not ASMR either. No. My dog's sitting in front of the microphone. <laughs> These are all such good ideas. She looks like she's the guest on this week's show. On that note, we'll, we'll be, be back, back in no time, time at all. all.